Hello everyone, welcome back to Oral Preparations. This is your host Bobby Cody, and we're starting this evening with uh, an episode on Laban gestures, so stay tuned to learn how to wave those hands and make great, great music. Welcome back. So today we're talking about the Laban gesture and conducting techniques. First, let's establish a little bit about Laban. What is, who is Laban? Well, Rudolf von Laban, born in 1879, died in 1958, was a Hungarian dancer, a teacher, and a theorist, and the founding father of the Expressionist and Modern Dance. Laban movement analysis. So Laban found a way to categorize all movement um, into general um, directions and therefore intents. So the movement analysis is a method in language for describing and documenting how our bodies move in space and interact with our environment. This is used in dance, theater, conducting. It can also be used for athletes and physical therapists. So it was taught historically at the Laban Bardenif Institute for Movement Studies in New York, also at London College of Music, etc. So um, Laban broke this up into four different categories. So first was the body. Which body parts are moving and how is it connected to you as a human? We call that kinematic. Then we talk about the space. So we're moving the body, but it's within an environment. So we discuss that space. Next, we talk about the effort. And if you're a musician, this equates to dynamics. So we're talking about the amount of effort that's given and the kind of effort that's given. So movement shown as an intent, not just movement. So some some factors that go into effort include weight, time, and space. When you add those together, you get this word of flow. And finally, the fourth is shape. What direction do we move? What quality does this movement have? Finally, we have that labonitation, which is a notation system for recording and analyzing these movements. So that's a little background on Lebon and, and what we're getting started with. So now let's get a little bit into how this actually applies. So there are eight different Laban gestures we're going to discuss tonight. The first one is a punch. Next is a slash. And those two go in a group. After that, we'll have a dab and a flick. Those go in a group. We have a glide and a float. And those go in a group. And our fourth and last group is a press and a ring. So before we get into what those mean, we need to discuss that there are heavy and light movements, that there are quick and slow movements, and there are direct and indirect movements. Three categories, heavy, light, quick, sustained, direct, and indirect. So let's start with a punch. I'm going to have you go ahead and punch into the air. Hopefully you don't feel too silly doing that. But when you did, a punch was heavy. That weight was heavy. It was a quick movement, and it was very direct. 
when you punch someone, it's going at an object. You want it to be heavy so that it actually knocks them over. You want it to be quick because a slow punch wouldn't do much. It's coming at you. So punch's cousin, slash, is also heavy and quick. If you think about slashing a big heavy sword like Boromir through an enemy, it's heavy, it's quick, but instead of being direct, you're not jabbing it at someone, that would be different. Instead, you're slashing, which is indirect, and that goes opposite the heavy, quick, direct punch. So that's our first group, a punch and a slash. Both of them are heavy, both of them are quick. The punch is direct, and the slash is indirect. Next, we have a dab and a flick. Both of these are light and quick. So if you imagine dabbing being like, not dabbing like you would do in Fortnite, but dabbing with a paintbrush to make happy trees like Bob Ross. When you dab, you're light and you're quick and you're direct. You're, very, you're pointing it out. You're very direct because you're putting it onto the paper in the exact place you want it to be. However, a flick, which you can imagine you're trying to flick something off of your finger, if you pick a booger and trying to flick it off, or if uh, you kill a bug with the end of your finger and you're trying to flick it off, um, it's indirect. It can go any direction you want it to. So a dab is light and quick. A flick is light and quick. However, a dab is direct, and a flick is indirect. It's going side to side or left to right. So let's review. So far we have a punch and a slash. A punch is heavy, quick, indirect, and a slash is heavy, quick, and indirect. A dab and a flick are also quick, but they are light. A dab is light, quick, indirect. A flick is light, quick, but indirect. We have two more groups. Our first group, or our next group, is glide and float. So our glide is light, but it's sustained. If you think about gliding on ice skates across the frozen water, your gliding is light. Only a tiny bit of the skate is touching, but it's sustained and it's slow. A glide is direct. A glide is taking you directly to the next beat. A glide is taking you from point A to point B on the ice rink. Its cousin is the float. It's also light, it's also sustained and slow, but when something's floating, you don't really know where it's gonna end up. You don't know where it's going. So it's indirect. So to review, a glide is light and sustained or slow. A float is also light and sustained, but a glide is direct and a float is indirect. We have two final, and these are our heaviest, heaviest options. We have the press and the ring. Imagine that you were trying to lift yourself up on top of a wall that you would use two hands to get on top of. You climb up the wall, you put your hands on top of the wall, and you push yourself up. That's the feeling of a press. Or you could imagine that you're trying to mop up a s spill from a couch Let's say you spilled your red wine on a white couch. You would have a cloth and you'd be pressing it down into the couch. And that would be heavy, sustained, and very direct. So direct that you're trying to pick up just one portion of stain. 
So you can see how that's heavy because we're laying all of our weight down, whether you're picking yourself up or you're pushing down into the couch. It's sustained because you hold that for a long time, whether you're trying to climb over the wall or get the stain out of the couch, but it's direct. The opposite of that is a ring. Imagine that you have a wet t-shirt in front of you and you're trying to get as much water out of that as possible so you don't drip it in the house as you come off the deck from your pool. You would ring, ring that out. And you can even see the water dripping off of the shirt as you ring it out. So this is also heavy. It's a big, heavy motion. You put a lot of energy and a lot of squeeze into it. It takes a long time to ring that out, so it's sustained and slow. But it's indirect. Your ring isn't going anywhere. Your two hands are just twisting opposite each other. There's no direction that it's trying to go. So, quick review. We have a punch and a slash. <clears throat> a punch is heavy, quick, indirect. A slash is heavy, quick, and indirect. Next, we have a dab and a flick. A dab is light, it's quick, and it's direct. A flick is light, quick, and indirect. Next, we have a glide and a float. A glide is light, sustained, or slow, indirect while a float is light, sustained, or slow, and indirect. And finally, you have a press and a ring. A press is heavy, sustained, and direct, or heavy, slow, and direct. And a ring is heavy, sustained, or slow, and indirect. So the point of all these gestures is to use them, to meld them together when necessary, to create the right representation of the sound in your body. Well, I hope that this was helpful, and... Uh, that you can put some of these together to make some excellent conducting. Happy Laboning.